0: Good morning, welcome to worship with St. Matthew Lutheran Church in Morristown. It is wonderful to have you with us. Today is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I hope that you will find reasons to rejoice as well. Now today is the third straight Sunday, I think, that winter weather has hit us on Sunday. So our service is a little bit pared down today again, this time in um, having only essential people present for the safety of those traveling. We will continue to have communion today. It is drive-by after the service. But please, please, make sure you feel safe coming before you drive in. Um, I, at my house in Chemung, there was no ice, no precipitation, whatever, overnight. So it was fine until I got into Mount Laurel, then I started to see some ice. So this area may be a bit icy, so please use caution. And because of that, um, if you're not able to make it today, I will make myself available here from noon until one tomorrow, Monday. Um, from noon to one, just come by and ring the doorbell, and I will have communion available noon to one tomorrow, in addition to the drive-by communion today. With that, let us begin our worship with the Thanksgiving for baptism. Blessed be God, the Holy Trinity, one God, the fountain of living water, the rock who gave us birth, our light and our salvation. Joined to Christ in the waters of baptism, we are clothed with God's mercy and forgiveness. Let us give thanks for the gift of baptism. We give thanks to you, O God, for in the beginning your Spirit moved over the waters. And by your word, you created the world, calling forth life in which you took delight. Through the waters of the flood, you delivered Noah and his family. Through the sea, you led your people Israel from slavery into freedom. At the river, your son was baptized by John and anointed with the Holy Spirit. By water and your word, you claim us as daughters and sons, making us heirs of your promise and servants of all. We praise you for the gift of water that sustains life. And above all, we praise you for the gift of new life in Jesus Christ. Shower us with your spirit and renew our lives with your forgiveness, grace, and love. To you be given honor and praise through Jesus Christ our Lord in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
1: And also with you. Glory be to God in heaven, peace, goodwill, Father of surpassing worth, we exalt you, we adore you, we lift high our thanks and praise. Saints and angels bow before you, here on earth our songs we raise.
0: Let us pray. Almighty God. The resplendent light of your truth shines from the mountaintop into our hearts. Transfigure us by your beloved Son, and illumine our world with your image. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now it is children's time. Good morning. Peace be with you. I brought along today a bag because I'm so excited for Tuesday night. We're having this knock celebration. We can't do it in person, but we still get to have some games. And our big game is the reverse scavenger hunt. So I brought along my bag that I'm thinking about using. We'll see if I keep all of this stuff. But this is how you play is you get a pillowcase or you get a bag like this, and you put all sorts of random stuff from your house in it. And then they're going to call out different things, and you figure out if you have it with you. And if you do, you get a point. So I brought along all sorts of things, like a watering can and a rubber band and a Lego and a bowl that pops out. And a hat from a team that I don't like and a rolling pin and a pair of socks and a remote control that goes to something that I'm not I don't remember what it is anymore and all sorts of crazy things um, here we go we have um, from a Christmas gift we have some ribbons and I even have a disco light so if they called any of these things I'm ready but if they ask for something that I don't expect like a funny nose. Well, I could just grab my sock and say, oh, here, I've got a funny nose. So we can take the things that you have and then you figure out funny ways to make them work for whatever they call. So it should be a really fun game. But I also have one other really special thing in here that you can add to your bag too. Because today is kind of a special day, so I have, A hallelujah. Hallelujah is a word that we say to give thanks to God and be very excited about things. And we like to use it all the time at church. But in the season of Lent, we don't say that word for 40 days, we put it away. And so we only get to use it because Lent starts on Wednesday this week. We only get to use it today and up through Tuesday. So I am putting my hallelujah on this piece of paper, and you can do this too. Take a piece of paper and write hallelujah on it and put it in your bag, and we're going to find a way to use it on Tuesday as part of our game, and then we put it away. We put it back in our bags, and we won't get it out again until Easter. So we can write that word and use it as much as you can these next couple of days, because then we put it away for a while into our bags, and not use it until Easter comes again. So I hope to see you on Tuesday night. And remember, let's put away the hallelujah and make sure your parents don't use it either. They're not to say that word. Thank you so much.
2: The first reading is from Second Kings. Now when the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven by a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, for the Lord has sent me as far as Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The company of prophets who were in Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that today the Lord will take your master away from you? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he said, As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. The company of prophets who were at Jericho drew near to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that today the Lord will take your master away from you? And he answered, yes, I know. Be silent. Then Elijah said to him, stay here, for the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. But he said, as the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Fifty men of the company of prophets also went and stood at some distance from them as they both were standing by the Jordan. Then Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water. The water was parted to the one side and to the other, until the two of them crossed on dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, tell me, that I, tell me what I may do for you before I am taken from you. Elisha said, please let me inherit a double share of your spirit. He responded, you have asked the hard thing. Yet if you see me as I am being taken away from you, it will be granted to you. If not, it will not. As they continued walking and talking, a chariot of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them, and Elijah ascended in a whirlwind into heaven. Elisha kept watching and crying out, Father, Father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. But when he could no longer see him, he grasped his own clothes and tore them in two pieces. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Out of Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth in glory. The Mighty One, God the Lord has spoken, calling the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, perfect in its beauty, God shines forth in glory. Out of Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth in glory. Our God will come and will not keep silence, with a consuming flame before and round about a raging storm. God calls the heavens and the earth from above, to witness the judgment of the people. Gather before me my loyal followers, those who have made a covenant with me and sealed it with sacrifice. The heavens declare the rightness of God's cause, for it is God who is judged. Out of Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth in glory.
2: The second reading is from Second Corinthians. Even if our gospel was veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of of the unbelievers, to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel to the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not proclaim ourselves, we proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your slave for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness, who was shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge to the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Thanks be to God. Alleluia, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life.
0: Holy Gospel according to St. Mark chapter 9. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah and Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Jesus. They saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one about what they had seen until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So i brought with me today this jar of popcorn seeds, popcorn kernels. It's white popcorn because I think that's the best, but otherwise pretty much just ordinary popcorn that I use at home. Martin Luther once wrote that a single kernel, though, contains a multitude of miracles. So if each one of these contains many miracles, I've got a jar that's bursting with miracles. What wonders might I be able to do with all of these miracles? And yet, it looks pretty ordinary to me, just unpopped popcorn. So I don't think that what Martin Luther is saying is that these are magic beans, that if I planted them, then a huge plant would grow that would take me all the way to heaven to see God. That's not the miracle that he means. The miracle is that I don't need to climb a huge plant in order to see God, because God always comes to us. Elsewhere, Martin Luther says that if we could truly see God's glory in a seed or a grain, we would actually die from it. We would be blinded by the power of that glory that shines from these ordinary things. You see, the miracle is that God is not to be searched for in heaven far away, but rather that the heavenly God comes to be found right here in our midst, in this world, in these kernels all around us. These kernels look ordinary to us. But that's the issue. We don't know how to see the glorious presence of God that is all around us. In our reading from 2 Corinthians, Paul talks about the gospel being veiled. Now, this reading is the end of probably the most difficult to to interpret passage in the New Testament. Um, chapter 3 of 2 Corinthians. So I'm not going to pretend to be able to give an adequate answer to what Paul actually means here. But one thing that is clear is that he's referencing the veil that Moses wore. When Moses went up on the mountain and received the Ten Commandments, when he came back down, he had to put a veil over his face because being in that direct presence of God made his face shine with the glory of God, and so others could not look at him. He had to cover his face because the glory of God and being in God's presence so transformed his face that they could not look upon it. The good news of Christ, that is the gospel, is that God is with us, present to us in the world. And so the glory of God should be shining all around us, And yet we do not see it. We fit into that category of the unbelievers that Paul talks about who cannot see the presence of this glory. The glory of God should be all around us, and yet we don't see it. God's presence to us in Christ is veiled from our eyes. And that brings us to the transfiguration the day we celebrate today, the passage that we celebrate in the Gospels. Peter, James, and John go up the mountain with Jesus. Echoes of Moses. Jesus is transfigured before them. He gleams with the glory of God. Now, is it that Jesus changed? Or is it that the eyes of the disciples that were changed changed? Is it that something different happened to Jesus, or were the disciples seeing what had been there all along, the glory of the presence of God? I think that it's that the eyes of the disciples were unveiled, that they got a glimpse of the glorious reality of God present in this world. By looking at Jesus, they were able to see what is true of this world, that in the ordinary, there are many miracles that in the ordinary, the glory of God is blinding. Looking at Jesus allowed them to see the presence of God in something as seemingly simple as these kernels of popcorn. To go with another Martin Luther quote, he also said that if we properly understood the incarnation, then all animals of this world would suddenly become 100 times more beautiful. This world is radiant with God's presence, and yet our eyes are veiled. The transfiguration, I think, is something that occurs not so much to Jesus as it does to the disciples, of opening their perception of God radiating around us in the world. And so the transfiguration also occurs for us in our hearts when we see the glory of God in the ordinary things around us. But how do we do that? How do we move from being those unbelievers who cannot see to those who know the gospel that Paul talks about? Because the fact is, I'm not blinded by these kernels. I can look at them all day and not notice a thing. Are you blinded by them? They seem pretty ordinary to me. How can we see God in the way that that would blind us? Brian, Jillian, Gavin, Caitlin, Nathan, Anne, Ashley, you will be receiving your first communion today. It's such an incredible joy, such a joy to welcome you to the Lord's table. It's been so wonderful to have this time in class with you. And so I wish you were here right now because I'm sure that you could tell everyone the most important moment in communion. Those are those two super important words, right? You remember? For you. You, you personally, Ryan, Jillian, Gavin, Caitlin, Nathan, Annie, Ashley, you get to hear the promise that Jesus gives himself for you. You are worth it. You are loved by God. What an incredible moment that is to get to hear those words. And you can remember that when you hear those words and you believe them, then you can see that Jesus really is there in that bread and wine. It's still ordinary bread and wine, but when we believe those words, our eyes can see Jesus in them. Jesus is really present. And when we do that, we can look around and see God's glory in the world. And so I wish you were here to tell everyone that's how we see God's glory around us. We look for Jesus in the bread and wine. We hear the words for you, and we believe them. Do you remember that you also got to hear your parents talk about why communion was important to them? They said it reminds them of what God did for us, giving us grace. It also reminds them that we belong and we're a part of the church. And that it is something special that our families do together and our church does together. But more than anything, what your parents remembered was that when we receive communion, we know that God is always with us. And you know though, that we learn those things through those words, for you. Jesus does all of this for you because you are special. And for the rest of us, that's true for all of us. Those words, when we hear that, those words for you, we can look and see Jesus in that bread and wine. And then we can look out to the world and see the blinding glory of God because we've seen the blinding glory of Jesus in the bread and wine. Jesus does this For you, because you are special. And when you hear that and see Jesus with us in communion, watch out. These kernels of popcorn, they just might blind you with God's glory. We really do see that this is a jar full of miracles. So come, all of you. Come to the table. We welcome the whole congregation, but especially you, Ryan, Jillian, Gavin, Caitlin, Nathan, Annie, Ashley, come, see Jesus, taste and see that the Lord is good and God is all around. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us join together in confessing our faith using the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, guided by Christ made known to the nations, let us offer prayers for the church, the world, and all people in need. We especially lift up those who dedicate their lives to the service and benefit of others, especially medical professionals, first responders, members of the military, missionaries, and other ministers of the gospel, for those who work for justice and peace, and teachers. We give thanks for your baptismal calling to each of us, and pray for your guidance in living out that calling as faithful disciples.
2: For the gospel, proclaimed in word and deed, for communities of faith far and near, and for all who show the face of Christ throughout the world, let us pray. Have mercy, O God. For creation, sun, moon, and stars, life forming in a dark earth and ocean deep, mountains, clouds and storms, and creatures seen and unseen, and for the Holy Spirit's guidance in our stewardship of God's creation, let us pray.
3: Have mercy, O
2: God. For those responsible for safety and protection, for emergency responders and security guards, attorneys and advocates, civil servants and leaders of governments, that they witness to mercy and justice throughout the world, let us pray.
3: Have mercy, O God.
2: For those who are lonely, isolated, or homebound, we pray for all those who are in need to sense your presence with them, especially Nancy Beth, Dallas, Marge, Karen, Paul, John, Janet, Avis, Alexis, Dave, Chris, Elise, Patricia and Willie, let us pray.
3: Have mercy, O God.
2: For all who suffer this day, especially Mike, Denise, Skip, Susan, Anita, Laura, Arthur, that Christ our healer transforms sickness into health, loneliness into companionship, bereavement into consolation, and suffering into peace, let us pray.
3: Have mercy, O God.
2: For companions on life's journey in this worshiping community, for loved ones who cannot be with us this day, and for guidance during struggles we face, that God's glory is revealed around and among us. Today we pray especially for Henry and Diane, Wayne and Lenora, Peg, Walt and Cookie, and Barbara. Bless them and protect them Help them to know your continual presence in their lives and lift them up through the bonds of Christian fellowship through this congregation. Let us pray.
3: Have mercy, O God.
2: In thanksgiving for the faithful departed who now rest upon their earthly pilgrimage, that their lives of service and prayer inspire us in our living. Let us pray.
3: Have mercy, O God. Merciful God, hear the
0: prayers of your people. Spoken or silent, for the sake of the one who dwells among us, your Son Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always.
2: And also with you.
0: Let us share signs of
2: that peace. Peace, Dave. Peace with you. Peace with you. Peace, Dave. And God's peace to you at home. There. Once again, welcome to live stream worship from St. Matthew Lutheran Church. If you're a first time viewer. We hope you find this worship service to be a meaningful experience and you'll continue to join us. And, as Pastor said, postponed from last week, this morning, immediately following this service, safety provided, please, if you don't feel comfortable, tomorrow is another option. The Sacrament of Holy Communion will again be distributed using the drive-through method. So come in the entrance drive, check in to provide your name, and you'll receive a piece of burlap. While observing COVID protocols, we're not able to impose ashes on Ash Wednesday, so the pastor is giving us a scrap of burlap, reminding us of sackcloth and Lenten penitence. Don't fret. If you're not able to come for communion, burlap swatches will be available in the blue blessed plastic bin at the front door so you can pick them up at your convenience. And regarding Lenten worship this week, is Ash Wednesday and there will be a brief children and family worship in the parking lot at 3 p.m. That's still on, correct? Yes. Okay. That's for elementary school age children. Also, later that evening, we'll have a live stream worship service at 7.30 p.m. And check the current messenger to see Pastor Eric's Wednesday evening Zoom Lenten schedule. Speaking of Lent, as Pastor mentioned earlier, the Fellowship and Congregation Care Ministry is planning a virtual knot gathering this Tuesday evening, February 16th, 6:30 p.m. So check today's so check Tuesday's e-blast for more information on that. And don't forget to gather scavenger items in your pillowcase or large bag for that fun event. And for your educational appetite, next Sunday, February 21st, the Adult Forum will be facilitated by Peggy M. Who'll share the topic, love, and how our generosity reaches around the world. Hopefully, she'll be joined on Zoom by a special guest, Pastor Kristen Engstrom, the Young Adults Global Mission Country Coordinator for Senegal, West Africa. Tune in to learn more about this. And finally, Happy Valentine's Day to all. Thank you.
0: Let us pray. Blessed are you, O God, maker of all things. Through your goodness, you have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Use us and what we have gathered in feeding the world with your love through the one who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us pray. Holy One, the beginning and the end, the giver of life, blessed are you for the birth of creation. Blessed are you in the darkness and in the light. Blessed are you for for your promise to your people. Blessed are you in the prophet's hopes and dreams. Blessed are you for Mary's openness to your will. Blessed are you for your Son, Jesus, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. With this bread and with this cup, we remember your word dwelling among us, full of grace and truth. We remember our new birth in his death and resurrection. We look with hope for his coming. All praise and glory are yours, Holy One of Israel, Word of God incarnate one God, now and forever. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us, using the more contemporary version. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil for the kingdom the power and the glory are yours now and forever amen taste and see that the lord is good and now receive the benediction the god of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another in accordance with christ jesus the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The God of all grace bless you now and forever. Amen.
2: Amen. Go in peace, serve the Lord, be the light of Christ. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God.